in February of 2013, guests of the Cecil Hotel in Los Angeles began to complain that the water in their rooms had a strange, sickly taste. This led to a maintenance man making a gruesome discovery in the water reservoir on top of the hotel. The body of 21-year-old Elisa Lamb was found floating in the tank. The question still remains, how did she get there? Welcome to Fact and Suspicion. I'm your host, Dan, here with my co-host, Ben. Hello. And tonight, we will be discussing the strange case of Elisa Lamb. Yeah, before we get started, uh, you may have noticed that we haven't released an episode in a while. Uh, now, I posted about this on YouTube, but if you just listened to the podcast, you, you probably didn't see it. You would have no way to. Uh, we had some personal issues on, on both sides that prevented us from recording, but we should be back to a regular schedule now. So we apologize for that, but it really couldn't be helped. No, it could not. And we thought that since it's October, it's spooky time, we would talk about one of the spookiest cases one of the most bizarre cases we know about, and that's Elise Lamb. Yeah, especially when you take into account that uh, surveillance footage. Oh, yeah, that was... It's just bizarre, I think is the best word. Yeah, one of the most disturbing true crime things I think I've ever seen, you know, video-wise. If, right? if for some reason you haven't seen it, if you're a true crime fan, I'm doubting that. But just in case, if you're watching on YouTube, I'll include it in the, in the podcast episode, so you'll be able to watch it there. Yeah, it's... Uh, but if not, you can find it a million other places online, so... This was... It was honestly... Uh, Elisa Lamb, I think, was one of my first cases that really, really drew me in. I, I mean, I'd been really interested in other stuff, but with Elisa Lamb, I was checking every day for news about it because that was so crazy. Yeah, and, and that was back when YouTube uh, still allowed conspiracy content on their side. So there, yeah. there were all sorts of cool theories. I oh, mean, so most of them were probably utter it. nonsense, of course. But, you know, I, I enjoyed the conspiracy days, I'll be honest. Yeah, no, I, 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 uh, I miss some of the conspiracies, too. Um, I actually watched a, a, a an older video of Wendigoons about the conspiracy theory iceberg the other day just to mm -hmm. bring back old memories. Uh, and this is one of them, actually. At least Lamb was. Oh, but, okay, um, interesting. Oh, he's got a good look, channel. Yeah, he does. I really like it. Um, maybe he'll give us a shout out since we shout out to him. Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's only fair when the game. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, moving forward, let's let's talk about the case. Um, so Elisa Lamb was a college student from Canada. Uh, she's 21 years old, and she was uh, taking a, a bit of a vacation doing a tour of the West Coast of the U.S., she gets to L.A. and checks into the Cecil Hotel on January 28th, 2013. Now, they have several different types of rooms at the Cecil, uh, and she's staying in a hostel-type shared room, right? Um, but she gets moved to a private room because her roommates start complaining about her odd behavior. Now, did uh, she know these roommates? No, no, they, they were complete strangers. To okay, her. She, okay. she went there by herself. Um, but apparently there were reports of her, you know, saying crazy stuff to him, leaving them weird little notes that say stuff like, go away. Uh, that is strange, like that. yes. So it's just really peculiar. And um, I guess if you're already staying at the Cecil and you know any of the history of the hotel. It was the Not Stalkers uh, abode yeah, for Richard, a bit, right? Richard Ramirez, yeah, he, uh, he lived there for a while. And there have been a lot of... Uh, 
I mean, several deaths at the Cecil Hotel. And that, that kind of makes it seem like an eerie place anyway, I guess. Yeah. But let's be honest. Let's just say if you have a hotel in a seedy area of Los Angeles, you're going to have deaths there. Yeah, it's let's basically go. unavoidable. I mean, yeah. just just crime statistics alone, it's going to happen. Right. And this is not me trying to chalk up Elisa Lamb's death to that. I, I don't want you to think that. I am just trying to dispel a little bit of the myths that the hotel's cursed or whatnot. Right. right? right. Um, because you're, you're going to have some deaths there. And let's not kid around because suicide in a hotel is not uncommon. A lot of people go to hotels to commit suicide. Yeah. So the suicides in the in the Cecil are not like to me that's not that strange. Especially a hotel that's been there for a long time, right? Yeah. Yeah. But you did have Richard Ramirez living there for a while. I we don't know of any murders he committed in the hotel, but he was living there when he did commit a few of the murders. Now you go on, you've got these roommates, they, their, their roommate from Canada that uh, they don't know is actually really crazy. They complain. So the hotel moves Elisa Lamb into her own room, which, I mean, I guess that's good for her though, right? You know? Yeah. I, um, I would almost like to think I was that bright that I could get myself moved out of a crappy hostel room into a private room. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Just act strange for a while. I mean, judging by what happens later, I, I'm not convinced that was... That was an act. No, no. Uh, a lot of people think that she could have gone off of her medication. Uh, she was on antidepressants and mood stabilizers mm-hmm. for her bipolar disorder. Uh, we don't know that she went off her medications, uh, but some people think that could have caused some issues with her acting strangely. Yeah, and we don't want to be too quick just to chalk up. You know, it, it, like, it happens too frequently that someone goes missing or they die uh, because they had a history of depression or mental illness. Often it's just chalked up to that and... Yeah, and honestly, that's that's my biggest problem with with what how police investigated this one is that I feel like they lean too much into that. But we'll get into that a, a little bit later. Now, I, um, I will say in their defense, but we, we'll get to it, of course. I do think there were some justifiable reasons to to conclude that in this case. Uh, I'm I'm not saying there weren't, but we, we'll get to it though. Let's let's move on with the timeline here. Like like I said, she checked in on the 28th. Now. Uh, the last time she's seen alive by anyone is on January 31st when she visits the last bookstore. And that, that's the actual name of it. I don't mean the last bookstore she visited. It's called the last bookstore. Yeah, that, I, that could get confusing. Yeah. Now, was she seen by a person or a security or security footage there? But she was she was seen by people in in the last bookstore which she okay. made a purchase. Um, and then the last time she was seen, obviously, with security footage was that that security footage. Uh, the security camera. Oh, so that was the last time she was that, that we know that she was seen. Then, yeah, it was. It was. It was. If I, if I knew that, it was from a long time ago, and I'd forgotten it. Okay. Uh, now, on the first of February, her family reports her missing because she calls them every day, and, and suddenly she's not. She didn't call them, uh, so they report her missing, and police start to look into it. Uh, they they go as far as to have a press conference, uh, let everybody know this girl's missing. They start trying to find her. But then on February 13th is when this case really blows up nationally uh, because they release that crazy elevator footage on February 13th. And this is when things get bizarre is the the best word for it. But things go crazy. Is this the the footage? This is the footage. Then, yeah, bizarre is a good word. Elise Lamb... Uh, you, when you watch this footage, if you haven't seen it before, you probably have. I mean, you see her go on this elevator, just sort of 
acting like a little child, lean down, push a bunch of buttons, and then she hides in the corner. Well, to be perfectly fair, when she first gets on, it seems normal. Like, yeah, it does. It there's does. nothing out of the ordinary at first. I would say the strange things start to happen probably, I don't know, five to ten seconds into it. But at first, yeah. she just she comes in, uh, she bends over. I don't know if she presses a button, but then she just puts her back up against the elevator, and you know, like, as you do. But then it See, gets weird. When she puts her back up against the elevator like that, it almost seems to me like she's hiding, though. Yeah, yeah. she's in that front corner. Yeah, that, that's true. I've never put my back up against the front corner of the elevator, but I guess some people could do that. That's not say that they couldn't. But then when she starts, like, peering out of the elevator. It almost looks like she's talking to someone, but it, it doesn't mm -hmm. appear to be anyone there. Well, I mean, we can't say there wasn't someone off camera. Right, of course. Right. But we can say that no one walked by. Definitely. We know that no one walked by while that elevator was, door was open. Um, but she does. She peers out. Then she sort of just hops out and looks around some more. And then presses all of the buttons on the elevator. Every button. Well, I can't say every button, but it looks like she presses every button, right? Um, and then she gets back out. I mean, if she doesn't, she she made a good effort at it. I mean. God. Um, yeah, and, and who knows why she did that, right? Uh, and this is, some people say, is evidence for her having like a, a maybe a, a mental a mental break or having a manic episode. And I don't think that's medicine. entirely unfounded, to be honest. There doesn't appear to be a good explanation for her behavior. So at first, it kind of looks like maybe she's uh, expecting someone or is afraid of someone, maybe hiding from someone. But the longer it goes on, the more it just... It's hard to rationalize. It is. There were times looking at that video, especially when she's pressing all the buttons, mm -hmm. um, that makes me think maybe she's trying to be a pain in the ass to those roommates she had. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but, you know, that's there's no evidence of that whatsoever. Maybe it's because it's the, the elevator's not going. She wants to press a bunch of buttons to get it to go. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, I can see in my head, though, like, you think something's coming for you or somebody's coming on that floor. You get in, you start pressing buttons, trying to get the door to close. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not to say that would actually work, but maybe. But you can see where process. someone might think that if they were scared yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, and, and definitely at times I thought she looked scared, but at times it looked like she was playing. Um, even at that one point where she's waving her hands like a crazy person. Yeah, almost looks like a child. Yeah, like like what's going on? Are you are you like playing with the elevator to make sure the door doesn't close? Are you are you gesturing to someone to say, hey, this elevator's not working? I've heard some people go as far as to say they think she's casting a spell, which just seems ridiculous. Uh though the way I she mean, moves her hand, I can see why it evokes to, that feeling. To right? be fair, it's it's probably as good a theory as any other at this point. Well that's that's a good point, actually. That's a good point, Ben. Because we have no clue what she's doing in this elevator. We no. can talk about it until we're blue in the face, but she is acting strangely, uh, to put it mildly. Yeah, it's, it's not going to get us one step closer to actually figuring out what was going on. Right, yeah. Uh, I've heard some people say maybe she's playing hide-and-seek with someone. Um, did anyone ever come forward? No. Mention no, a game of hide-and-seek? No. no one did. No one did. Um also, we want, we have to wonder, did she beat anyone from her blog? She had a, a blog, uh, excuse me, I should have mentioned earlier, uh, that she talked about her, it wasn't a travel blog, but she definitely talked about her travels on her own blog. It's just a personal right, blog, right. talking about personal feelings and, you know, personal experiences, stuff like that. Kind of um, a general purpose blog. 
Yeah, yeah, general purpose blog. Uh, and she did have people that read her blog. Um, she could have theoretically met someone from her blog when she was there. Uh, we don't know, though. Some people say maybe she had taken some drugs, but when they did her talk screen, they didn't find any other drugs in her system. I mean, again, um, I can definitely see why someone would suspect drugs in that case. And, you know, drugs and alcohol could could interact very poorly with the meds she was on. Right, right. Um, or if she goes off the meds, definitely, you know, drinking could exacerbate her already, you know, increased symptoms for not being on the meds. So let's remember all that moving forward. Now, um, the police, uh, as I said, they'd been searching. They searched the entire hotel with, with scent dogs, uh, trying to pick up her scent and could not find her scent anywhere. They even checked the roof with these dogs and did not pick up on her. That's so weird. Which is weird if you know where the story's going. Obviously, from right. our, our intro, you do. Uh, because on the 19th of February, um, the guests start to report issues with their water. Uh, low pressure, uh, as well as a strange smell, taste. Oh. Uh, sometimes it looked a little funky. It was a little dark. Uh, so, you know, the, the hotel goes to investigate it, and they find Elisa's body in one of the water tanks on the roof. It's floating um, face down. Her clothes are actually not on her body. Her clothes are found uh, at the bottom of the tank. Now, is that normal? Do clothes often come off of corpses if they after they've drowned? No, but I mean, th there are some circumstances here. Now, some people think that shows she was murdered and somebody threw her clothes in to you know hide them with the body, right? Uh, but other people think that, you know, if she's stuck in this tank swimming and stuff, uh, once the clothes get waterlogged, she might have taken them off so she wouldn't have as hard time staying afloat. Uh, I suppose that's somewhat fair, at least. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not saying it isn't. Um, we don't know how strong a swimmer she was. Maybe if she was cold, uh, the clothes just made it worse. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but her clothes were found uh, at the bottom of the tank. Um, now, a big sticking point for people as far as this investigation went was the hatch on top of the water tank. Okay. Now, a lot of early reports said that that hatch, the door, you know, was closed uh, when Elise was found inside as uh -huh. if someone had closed it behind her because there's no way she could have gotten in and closed it behind herself. Oh, okay. Okay. But wait, now is is that just because of the the mechanism, or was she not have been strong enough, or what? Well, it's just that after she had gotten in, there was no way for her to reach back up and close it. Okay, okay, gotcha. Because she she couldn't basically once she was in there, she never could reach the the lip of the of the hatch again to climb, pull herself back out. Gotcha. Okay. Right, like like the water was too low, she couldn't get up there to get it. Okay. Obviously, it stands to reason that if she couldn't reach it to get out, she would have been able to close the hatch. Yeah, 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 that's fair. Um, but after doing some digging and reading uh, a lot of the reports, it seems that the hatch was actually found open. And this this was just confusion because uh, when making a statement, the hotel said that those hatches were always kept closed. And I think a lot of people took that as to mean that it was found closed with her body inside. But that that's not what they meant. They just meant that they, as a, as a matter of policy, kept it closed. Right. And then, you know, it was open and she got in. Now, are we cer are certain that it was closed, though? No, it, we're pretty certain it was actually open. 
Oh, okay. But you gotcha. mean before she got to it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, do we know if the if the hotel we was being honest? We don't know hundred percent that it was closed when she got to it, but it's not like she couldn't have just opened it up. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. But now let's talk about how she would have gotten up to these water tanks, right? Uh, because there are only two ways up onto the roof of this uh, hotel. And one is through a door that uh, was locked and it has alarms on it. So that if anyone opens that door, it sets an alarm off. And that alarm did not go off uh, that night. Okay. okay. And we're or, certain or the alarm was around. functioning at the time? I mean, we don't have any reason to suspect it wasn't functioning. Okay. Right. You know, it was it was functioning later on. Uh, we don't have any reason to suspect it wouldn't have been functioning that night. Gotcha. Gotcha. Or she could have, uh, which this is what everyone thinks, climbed up the fire escapes to get onto the roof. When you say everyone, do you mean the police? Or- uh, the police and, 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 and other than some conspiracy theorists thinking that someone at the hotel was involved, think that she, she probably had to go up the fire escape. Okay, uh, that's, that's definitely the working theory of the police because you don't have her going out that, that uh, door with the alarm. Right? Now, how difficult was this second uh, option? I mean, climbing a fire escape is basically climbing a. It's it's not even as hard as a ladder because it's kind of like kind of like a staircase, right? Right, right. Um, they're they're a little sloped though. It's it's harder than your average staircase, but she should have been able to do it just fine, right? So, I, I mean, I think it's very possible she went up the fire escapes and got up on the roof. But it would have been much more difficult if someone were carrying her. Right. That's why they think she had to have gone up to the roof on her of her own volition. Right. Yeah. Right. Um. Because it would be hard to move a body up a up a fire escape by yourself, yeah. Or even with someone else, just the logistics of it seem really strange to me. Uh, unless you were to put the body on a pulley and where somebody's going to see that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would hope, hope so at anyway, least. Right? Um, so we have to assume that she went up there of her own volition. Now, once she's on the roof, you've got another ten foot ladder you have to climb up uh, on top of this. It's almost like another building on top of the building uh, next to those water tanks. So, and you could walk off the top of this shorter building or, you know, sort of outbuilding onto the top of the water tank. So that's not a problem once you're up there, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Then it's just a matter of getting down into the water tanks. Now, the police, um, you know, they, they did toxicology on her and said she was not intoxicated with drugs or alcohol. Okay. Okay. Uh, Now I've read differing reports that say because of the amount of the uh, what she was on was Wellbutrin, Lamictal, and Seroquel, right? And because of the amounts of those drugs in her system, some reports say they believe that she had gone off of them. Others say you can't say that she definitely had some in her system. So that's a big argument, right? Right, right. So, so just no way to know without her here to ask. Exactly. And, and you have a lot of people trying to judge this by uh, the amount of each prescription she had left. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when someone fills a prescription, you don't know how many they have left from the previous prescription, um, you know, stuff like that. You don't know if they missed a dose here or there before. It's hard to just add those up and see when they take took their medicine last. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so we don't know for sure about her situation with that. So the police's working theory on this is that she probably went off of her medication while she was on her her vacation, right? Right. And this caused her to go into a manic episode, uh, possibly dealing with some psychosis. And they believe she was afraid and that someone was following her. I mean, that would so, definitely explain some of the behavior. Yeah, right. That 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 makes sense as far as 
uh, her elevator footage, uh, looking paranoid on the elevator. So she thinks someone's following her. So she climbs up onto the roof on the fire escape, trying to get away. And they think she may have gone into that water tank to hide from whoever it was she thought was following her. Right. I mean, you know, there's no way to know if that's true or not, but I can certainly understand why someone would believe it. Right. And then, you know, once she's in the water tank, she thinks she'll be able to, to get back out of it, but you just it's one of those things that's just, just going to be just out of her reach the entire time. Then the, the level of the water fluctuates, goes down, comes up. It could go down further than she expects and never comes right. all the way back up. Oh, wouldn't that be a miserable way to go? Just out of reach of being able to escape? Absolutely terrifying, honestly. I wouldn't want to be in that situation, you know, just, just, just out of reach. You can't, can't get out of there. You're stuck. You know, you're stuck. I mean, who's going to be on the roof of the hotel for you to yell to for help ever? Probably no one. Exactly. I mean, how often do you think somebody goes up on the roof? Unless there's a routine maintenance check on it. I I, I can't imagine. And I'm, I doubt that'll be every day. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's a bad situation. I mean, considering how long it took them to find her. I mean, obviously it's not every day. Well, I doubt they would actually look into the tanks every single day, right? Oh, fair, fair. But if they're going to check something, they may just check around the, the base of it and make sure the there was no leaks or anything, right? Yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. Uh, so, I, I don't know. Um, now, as I said, uh, police, they, they rule out foul play, which I understand why. I understand there's no hard evidence for it, but I don't think there's any hard evidence for them to say that this girl had a mental break and went in there on her own. Right. right yeah. Um, I, I don't like that. Uh, th- there are a few little plot holes in this scenario. Uh, the, the biggest one is that if you remember, we had those dogs search the roof of the hotel and they did not pick up on her scent where she would have had to have gone up there and climbed up the ladder. Yeah. It seems to suggest that maybe her body was moved there later. Right. Um, you know, it does suggest that, but still, it'd be hard to move a body up there, right? With, um, especially like, I, I think it would be really hard to take a body up the fire escape. Right. And unless you were able to turn off that alarm, you couldn't go through that door that alarms, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess unless you put the body in much later. I, I don't know if they're honestly able to tell, um, exactly how long someone's been uh, a body's been in water because once it's been in water it makes everything hard to tell right yeah i guess so yeah uh, examination would be been very there, difficult you know three weeks or one week who knows um really hard to say but it does make sense that someone could have put that body in there after those dogs searched uh, the roof of the hotel, but that's still, you still have to ask yourself the question, where did they hide the body? Did they take it out of the hotel to hide it. Yeah. And how did they get it up there without being yeah, seen? It just like, that's some dang and romping shit right there, man. It really is. It really is. Uh, though I'm not going to say that someone didn't go up there with her though. Right. Or maybe someone did follow her up to that roof. We, we don't know that, but who's to say she wasn't afraid of someone, a real person. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely possible. Um, and I just, I don't like the fact that we, they've closed this investigation by saying that this girl had, um, um, a mental break and did this to herself when there's no hard evidence of that either. Right. I mean, again, I, I do think it's a reasonable conclusion given her behavior, starting with her roommate saying that she was leaving weird notes. And then of course that the footage, I can understand why investigators would believe that. 
I understand it as well, but I don't think it's enough to close the book on it, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just, I get really frustrated because I've said, I don't know how many times, like if you want to kill someone, kill someone with bipolar disorder and make it look vaguely like a suicide. Right, right. Because once this person has bipolar, that, oh, it was a suicide. That's every time, you know. Now, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about some of the crazy conspiracy theories involved with this particular case. Okay. Um, just because, one, uh, a lot of people uh, pointed out that this is very similar to the plot of a film called Dark Water. I never saw it. <laughs> well, in Dark Water, a girl was found, uh, her body was found in a water tank on top of an apartment building. Oh, well, I certainly see the similarities. Yes. And uh, it. When was this movie released? It was released in 05, and this was 2013. Oh, okay. So. so eight years before, right? Uh, also, the girl in Dark Water, her name was Cecilia. Mm-hmm. And then Elisa Lamb was found on in the Cecil Hotel ah. in the water tank. Those are uh, some interesting know. coincidences, no question. Uh, definitely. Uh, what they uh, amount the, to, I couldn't tell you. but I, I, I couldn't either, unless that someone you know that was trying to be a copycat of the movie Dark Water. Right. Right. The, the real crazy damn conspiracy theories come in around tuberculosis. Okay, I remember this. It has something to do with her name and the test, right? Exactly. Uh, so in the area around the Cecil, uh, in some of the like homeless, uh, lower-income people, there was an outbreak of tuberculosis. Okay. And the test for that particular strain of tuberculosis was called the Lamb Elisa. Oh, L-A-M space E-L-I-S-A, just her name reverse. That, okay. So I didn't remember it being quite that coincidental, but damn. It, it really is, you know. And uh, now uh, some people have read as far into that as to say that she was being used as a biological weapon uh, to infect those people with tuberculosis. And I'm sure so, they have plenty of evidence for that. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right. And even if, if that was the case, why would they pick someone and name the test the same damn thing as the right. person that makes absolutely no sense honestly the only way that makes sense is there's a glitch in the matrix yeah right? that, that's like somebody that's running the simulation is just screwing with us right yeah or screwed up real bad yeah <laughs> one of the two uh but uh, that is another crazy similarity uh and you know some people even use that stuff to point to you know like supernatural aspects of it uh, stuff like that. Like I said, I, I don't think that there's anything necessarily supernatural about Elisa Lamb's death, though. Honestly, uh, just with everything I've seen, I honestly would not rule it out. Right? Is, does that make sense? Like, like th- th- it's about as good a theory as the other stuff people come up with. Right? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not, I mean, which I'm not, is, to be fair, not saying much, but not saying much, but I just, I feel like there is as much evidence for it being supernatural as there is for maybe not quite as much, but just about as much for it being supernatural as there was for her having a mental break. Um, granted you have the strange behavior, but I mean, I, who's honestly, to say no, she's, who's to say she's not seeing a ghost on the elevator. Right, that's right? what I'm saying. The, 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 uh, the elevator footage, that could kind of go either way. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Now the, the strange notes to the roommates, you know, maybe less. It, yeah. Less. 
but definitely the way she acts on the elevator, you know, is someone seeing ghosts? Maybe that's how they act. I don't, I don't know. It, it, Having it, never seen a ghost, I couldn't tell uh, you, but. Um, and I'm not sitting here trying to say, oh yeah, ghosts did this. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, it's as good a theory as most of them, right? Right, right. Uh, I think it's a better theory than the tuberculosis. One. Right. Um, I, honestly, I would say that the dark water uh, thing, that that's not that far-fetched, really. I mean, I could see it. I can see it. Uh, though with that one, you would think someone would try to, you know, take some credit for it eventually. Or, yeah, or, that, that's, that's a fair point. Yeah. If you're going to go through all that work to mm-hmm. act out a, a murder in a movie, you'd probably want people to know about it. Yeah. Though, honestly, with it being sort of a seedy area of Los Angeles, I'm not going to rule out the foul play. I just, I just, I'm not going to do it. Uh, I know there was, there was a, there was, especially there's this one guy on the internet that was, uh, people were pointing at him saying, because this music video he did, say, oh, he had to do it. And he didn't, he wasn't the killer. Um, and that was, that's terrible to ruin someone's life like that. I'm not familiar uh, with it. Yeah. I, I don't want to go into too many details about it because it was such a huge, it was a huge debacle. Okay. Uh, the guy went through a ton of stuff. I will say though, uh, maybe if you don't want people saying you're a murderer, don't uh, make music where you talk about murdering people. Yeah, just, yeah, that just, seems reasonable. Just thought. I'm just gonna good put life that out lesson there. there. Um, but he sued a lot of people, so I don't want to get in on that. <laughs> yeah, of course not. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, my thoughts on this case are: don't close the book on people because they have mental illness. I guess that's, that's what I've always thought about it. And when I saw the Netflix documentary about Elise Lamb and the Cecil, I was just, I was really angry because I felt like that documentary, uh, just sort of sides with the police and says, yeah, she definitely had this, uh, mental break and she did this to herself and that just, and they just try to close the book on it. And I don't like them doing that. Now, again, uh, I will say that's probably the most reasonable explanation given the evidence available, but of course we don't have a lot of evidence. We don't, and I feel like it's just it's it, at the very least it's a slippery slope uh, to start thinking that way about yeah, yeah, that's fair. about people you find uh, you know that have 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 been killed or have possibly killed themselves. Um, I mean, our very first case that we covered was something sort of similar with that because Danny Castellero was the case. Uh, he was supposed to have killed himself, uh, and there are a lot of questions about it, right? Yeah. Though, uh, to, to be fair, that one is far more suspicious than this one. Oh, no, it, it is. Um, like, I honestly one, don't know what happened to Danny. Like, uh, yeah. Like, it, it could have been a murder, for all I know. Well, I, I, I think we kind of think thought it was more possible. Go read, watch our Danny Castellero episode if you don't know about Danny Castellero. It's super It may even be more likely that it was a murder. Yeah, that, that was probably more likely that it was a murder. Uh, but uh, it's just, it's, it's one of my... I guess you call it a pet peeve uh, that police just don't look into cases enough when someone has mental illness. Yeah. And uh, it, it bothers me a lot. Though with this one, you have a lot more than that going on. You have some really crazy footage, and that's what makes it so exceptional. I guess if, if that's a decent word for it, exceptional. But uh, that's what made it take off online and go viral at any rate. Um and at the time, you did have a lot of people saying it was ghosts or she was playing the elevator game and went into another dimension or some crazy shit like that. What's the elevator game? Oh, my God. I, I can't tell you all the rules, but basically uh, you play it, you get in an elevator by yourself and you press certain buttons and then the elevator moves from floor to floor. And then it's a certain floor, a lady is supposed to get on the elevator with you, but she's not human. 
So you're not supposed to look at her. Oh, okay. And then it goes to where it goes to this certain floor. You get off and you're supposed to be in another dimension. Interesting. So was this like yeah. a TikTok phenomenon or something? No, this was way before TikTok. I, I, I can't tell you exactly. It may have originated on Creepypasta. Um, so this is something like Bloody Mary or something like that. Yeah, but it definitely exists. This this existed online, you know, before uh, the Lisa Lamb right, uh, right. footage came out. It's it's not like something that they invented because of Lisa Lamb. But, uh, gotcha. Yeah, people thought all kinds of crazy, creepy stuff happened with it, which I'm not saying something creepy didn't happen. I'm not saying there wasn't some crazy shit going on. We just don't know on this one. And that's what I have always loved about this case. Maybe the There's old lady no was who she was it. expecting. Maybe, maybe it was. Who, who, who knows? Shit, though it doesn't. I think people have ruled out her playing by the standard game, the uh, standard rules of elevator game, because the, the elevator didn't behave properly. Is there like an instruction booklet somewhere? Uh, well, no, but there are certain buttons you're supposed to press. I oh, think. Okay. okay. I don't have the rules in front of me. I was actually playing on talk with the elevator game, but yeah, it was. Uh, uh, I'm. <laughs> I want to be honest with you. I don't believe in all that crap, but I would never play the damn game. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I, I got you. <laughs> I mean, I, I never wanted to do that. Was it Bloody Mary, the one where you're supposed to in the turn off the lights in a bathroom? Yeah, I just don't yeah. particularly care for the dark, to be honest. I, I no, I hear you. I doubt and, a ghost uh, is going to come out of the mirror, but well, that and that film Candyman like traumatized me as a child. So yeah, that's, uh, that's fair. So I was I don't want to play any damn mirror games. No, no, to hell with that stuff. Um, <laughs> I won't say I believe. I'm not saying I believe in the stuff, but no I'm not taking, taking chances. chances. Yeah, <laughs> for no point taking chances, sir. Uh, at any rate, I think that that wraps up this episode. We are glad to have you guys back with us. Come back next week. We will have another episode for you. Uh, we may even try to get another episode out before next week. Do you th- are we gonna try that? You know, well, we may. Let's just let's play it by ear. I mean, uh, we're having a hard uh, enough time getting an episode out a week. Let's not yeah. make promises. We can't. We've we've had it, it's been beyond just the like personal uh, family stuff. We've had technical issues. We've had it. It is if it could go wrong, it probably did. Yeah, at some it, point, it so. really it really has. Uh, but we're glad you guys are back with us. Come back next week for another new episode. Uh, give us some feedback if you have any. We hope to see you soon.